I went to a therapist. They told me there was nothing wrong with me and Liam. Don't come back. <laughs> or there was too much they didn't want to deal with you. I think I was just like, you're fine. Go away. <laughs> That's above my pay grade. Out with you. <laughs> or don't waste my time. Wow, I, I really of... can't help him. Might as well oh. not try. Yeah, what did I bring for you? you, 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 oh, okay. you said you had a plan. Well, gifts yeah, you. yeah, I did. And oh. so I thought Marty gifts. would do it because that's what I did last week. Do what? Marty had a plan last week, then made me do it. Oh, God. Look, last week, <laughs> so, Marty I, had a plan. No, 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 I did off not. His one Marty. good idea. Marty. <laughs> Was, Bless you, Neil. Excuse me. Neil, Marty. get it together. We're starting now. Marty had one good idea, and then he decided, roll the dice again, look where it got us. Well, that, is, that was not my plan. Do you want me to dial in, Pat? <laughs> we got no. such good feedback okay. on last week's episode. Okay, okay. It's, 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 there's, there's two possibilities here, guys. Possibility one is Marty's plan, and look what happened. Also, we're sorry. Second option is we had arguably our worst podcast ever. Is it a coincidence that happens after Hannah joins? Oh, no. Oh. Like, I've been here for at least 10 years. I didn't mean to squeak. Years? I'm woof. <laughs> I think that my ex- the explanation for last week, it goes thus. We had spoken to Pep about coming on the podcast in a casual fashion on a Saturday night, which all would be forgotten as it has many times before. But on the Monday, Marty said, Perhaps coming on the podcast today, right? And we were like, sure. Um, okay, Marty, or something like that. And that was that. That's how it happened because Marty, you, you pushed the boat along you the, it, along Marty. the canal and thus, it came to be reality. I asked the question in the group chat. But why? If you... <laughs> you could have said we're doing something different. Or somebody could have chimed in. I was asking an inquisitory question going, is Perp it coming on the podcast? It did sound like an inquisitory question. Because well, <laughs> honestly, if Perp is coming on, on the podcast, I'm not planning anything. And I'm just going, it's going to be the Perp show. Kind of what we did. And that's what we got. Sure. And... Yeah, Andy, you could have cut out the part about me microwaving babies. Did you cut out the part about me? <laughs> Not you... super pleased with that edit. Did you cut out the part about me microwaving babies? I no, I don't. Okay, I don't I remember think... what I did. All right. I well, you, you you did a good job. It was it was. It you could did have been a, a good lot job. Worse. Knowing what it was to start with, I was very impressed. So, round of applause to Andrew, everybody! Yay. Hey. So, I'm looking back to see what Marty said. I can't quite find it. But I just want to say, I don't think it's because Hannah was on the podcast. It sounds like we're defaulting to this was Marty's fault. But it wasn't my fault. I I never said he could be on the podcast, and you guys keep blaming me for that. Marty, at your fucking funeral, I'm going to say it's your fault. You can't talk back on this one. You gotta take some responsibility there, Marty. No, no, because I <laughs> no, I did not, not, no. I'm gonna say it's definitely not my fault. I'd already been here for at least well, ten episodes. I've established my presence. I was kind of an asshole, but you've been doing I'm this for already... ten episodes, really. I don't know. That was just a guesstimate. Probably, about that. probably has been at least half that. If at not, least five. Maybe at eight. least two. At least two. At okay. least two. All okay. right. We're we're back to the conversation here where Neil asks, What is oh, the no. topic for today's podcast? Marty responds with an ellipsis and perp. No question mark. No question says, mark. Just perp. Then he adds three question marks. There's a gray area here. Three question marks? That's me questioning. Were, uh, were, were you questioning whether Perp should be on, or were you just questioning to question Marty? Everything. 
you were vague with your communication. You were so Anyways. vague, Marty. That's that's ironic coming from Andrew. You dropped it. <laughs> you you put it out there. But Is this whole I episode just, just going to be us yelling at each other? I think so. But, you know, <laughs> I, I think having a plan didn't go well. Okay, you know that what? was barely a plan. That it was Marty's plan, true. No, my, no, it was my, not my plan. It was not my plan. Can you, can this you is mute, Marty? <laughs> um, I was going to say something. This is going well. Oh, no, my plan, would you rather the week before went fine? Yeah. I also still think we should do a citizenship quiz for Neil. Yeah. We're working on that, but he's nowhere close to even doing that. Are you? I'm close in the way that I'm close to most things that I'm going to do in life. (laughs) Perfect. So we'll keep putting that off, too. (laughs) All right. That's the future. Don't don't worry. I found the post, and Andrew, you reposted it. I asked, is Perp joining us for tonight's recording? There is a question mark. Neil goes, what is the topic for today's podcast? And then I go, Perp, just Perp. So you answered Neil's okay, question. Okay, so so answer wait, me wait, wait, this wait, one okay. question, Marty. One question. Why did you ask if Perp was joining us for the recording? You put that into the universe. Because you invited him. On, you were like, no, no, no. What are you doing on Monday? We, we invited him. Well, I did no, not. He invited himself, and we <laughs> said it's on Mondays. And you that said, was that. Yeah, and what then are you, doing you put Monday? it into our chat. And before that, Andy had actually said, yeah, we record on Monday. I but Andy, never didn't, once. Andy didn't put it into no chat. And I wasn't there that weekend you guys played. <laughs> Let me pose a question. What would be the probability that Perp would have messaged us yes, last Monday and Zero. asked you on the podcast? Zero. So While Marty, we're recording you, you get this, back what you put out. It's zero. <laughs> Hang on. While we're actually recording I this, it. I just got a notification pop up on my screen that Perp is asking us to play Rocket League after we're done recording. Right. So he's he's saying, hey, do you want me to be on? No. I'm just saying. No, like, he's not. This is... Marty, do you take any responsibility for what happened? <laughs> for this? No. How Marty. Any. That's no. insanity. Just, just any Marty, kind. you need to go to therapy. No, I take no responsibility. I for take it. some responsibility because I'm a part of this podcast. I, I was took here responsibility for, for being kind of an asshole. And I take a little bit because I was in the conversation on Saturday night where we right. were just shit-shooting and chatting, chit-chatting. So, Marty, do <laughs> no. you take any no. responsibility? Oh, my God, Marty. No. Marty. <laughs> This is a character flaw for you, then. <laughs> we'll ask the listeners. Uh, this was a yeah. hands hands off the wheel, and it yeah, was. So it was hand, you took it's your like hands you off jump, the wheel, yeah. so we could go off a cliff. Marty jumps into a moving train, turns it on, jumps off again. No responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Not my fault. Whatever happens after this point, not my fault. I never said he could be on it. I mean, I I, I like perp. Yeah, it was just gonna be. It was gonna be a ride. I like perp. He's a good guy. He's he's a lot for the podcast, though. He's a little bit for the much for the podcast, yeah. Which is, I think, is a matter of you know practice and also just you know. Especially after on that Saturday or whatever when when we, we were playing Rocket League or something or was it Fall oh, Guys? Oh, when you invite him on to yeah, and we're then he he came up with would you rather questions and Neil was like those were better than anything that we did. Know, were they it, though? It didn't were those mean the questions you want to put out onto the internet. No, to live forever. I no. think I I think they should be. I like them, but <laughs> that's just they're me. there now. <laughs> I thank God for our very low listenership. The internet's <laughs> forever, Hannah. <laughs> forever. Anyways, so this week, in honor of what just happened, we're throwing out all plans. We're back to what we should always be, is unprepared. I was going to ask... We were unprepared I... for that, too, though. 
I was going to ask if I've ruined this podcast sense of spontaneity since I've joined. Yeah, no, de- really. definitely. I mean, we've, yeah, had, yeah. we've had minor plans here and there. <laughs> so you've ruined it for other reasons, but that's not it. Oh, let's discuss. If anything, you've actually made us be more accountable. Except Marty, who has no responsibility for what has happened. Well, no, I think- but I mean, I mean more accountable in the sense that we kind of have a like something that we talk about leading up to the end of the week. Like H- Hannah's always asking, "What are we doing?" Like, I what did we... put my trust in Andy when he said, "I'll bring something tonight." Yeah, that's just <laughs> kind too. of want Marty to come up with another idea. Oh, fair. Okay. All right. No, the, the worst it thing you've done for this idea. The worst Marty, thing you've done for this podcast. Idea. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, I had nothing to say. I was just like bracing myself. Marty. <laughs> Anyways, I think uh, we've done Would You Rather two weeks in a row. You brought on a guest that was quite explosive. I, I don't know. Did you guys get any <laughs> feedback about that from anyone? I told my people that I know not to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know anyone yeah. who listens to, to it. I have a couple of friends that have listened to it, but I don't know that they're, they're regulars. Um, my and, main bros are behind like a week or two, so they might get to it later. But yeah, know. there's that. There is that too. The librarian's twenty feet away from me when we work. There's no way I avoided that. How does oh. the librarian feel about this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I still always imagine a chimpanzee when you talk about the librarian. <laughs> Why? I just, uh, because it's the Terry Pratchett uh, novels, oh. and he always refers to it as the librarian. And the librarian is a wizard that got turned into a chimpanzee and <laughs> and decided that he didn't want to be changed back. Basically, okay, I'm I'm down for that canon for the podcast. Yeah, I've been actually just started reading the very first novel to my daughter about a week ago. It's a little bit difficult for her, but it's it's fun. I remember reading it when I was younger, and um, it's certainly a blast of a of a series. I've never actually read any Terry Pratchett. Yeah, they're they're good. They're pretty good. I just kind of struggled bust my way through Faulkner this week. That was hard. Jesus. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Pr- from Pratchett to Faulkner. <laughs> so I need to switch back to something not that. Mm-hmm. But back to what the librarian thought of it. Oh, yeah, sure. Marty. Uh, uh, she judged us on the babies in a microwave pretty harshly. But we were, it's her, not like we were serious. Did you tell her I'm never having children? It's a thing she doesn't have to worry about. These uh, hypothetical yeah. babies are safe. Okay, but hold on. With, with these would you rather questions, it's like two bad options, right? Whereas with the microwave question, the option was to put it in or not put it in or how long to put it in. We had we'd already been You had a good option in that. No no no. We'd already been doing it for almost an hour. There's a lot of talking happening. I might have lost a little bit of my uh, brain by that point. See, that's your problem. I don't come in with one. Oh, I don't actually. I don't actually answer the questions in any way in which I would act in real life. I just think the answers are fun for conversational purposes. It's it's much more fun to talk about putting the baby in the microwave than it is not. Right? It's not that I would actually actually do it. It's just good entertainment. It was a. It was a. (laughs) Definitely a topic. I was kind of passionate about. Yeah, no, I, I, we, we, we got some, some really, <laughs> like there was, there was some serious From the question. librarian. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, it's done. It's water under it's the done. bridge. It's In the past. fault, and we're moving on. Yes. <laughs> He's shaking it, his head, but we all know the truth. It's Marty's fault. Please vote on Facebook this week. Was it Marty's fault? A simple yes yeah. or no is all that we require. Or reach out to us on Twitter. What's we sh- we should put a poll up that says, was it Marty's fault with two yes. a- answers as yes. Yes and yes. And fucking <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I know I'm going to get. I I got voted out of Among Us this weekend when I saw the killer dead to rights (laughs) and made the accusation, and I got voted off. So I'm I'm not surprised. Well, I'll say sometimes. I I was voted off to for no other reason than you said my I I accuse you and you said no it was you and everyone voted me off with zero <laughs> logical basis or evidence whatsoever so you know it happens this, yeah but that, that was that's just, just among us I was just saying that out of out of fun and I I didn't expect anybody else to vote <laughs> <laughs> So we've been playing more Among Us, and it's also fracturing our relationship. It's fantastic. <laughs> How much longer is this podcast going to last, guys? Oh, plenty. We've been okay. playing Rocket League for how long, and we're still together? That's true. Yeah, it hasn't killed That's us yet. True. <laughs> Testament. Although, Hannah didn't join us for Among Us this time. I was with people in person for once. Yeah. I was hanging out good. with people. Isn't that Hannah? illegal? We were outside and we were spread apart. And it's okay. not illegal. Sounds illegal. I don't think they Sounds can actually enforce it. Well, Sounds... it sh- definitely shouldn't be illegal. Come on now. Good. What'd you guys do? Anything fun? Well, like our original plan, we were going to go to the corn maze. Because apparently the world's largest corn maze is like real close to where we live. What? I don't know how they get that certification. What's that word? What is that word and what does it mean? A corn maze? Oh, corn maze. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's some farmers in Iowa <laughs> that probably dick. lay claim to that. I was going to say, I don't know how they... I think they just say it. It right. was big, but it didn't seem like that big. So we, we were going to go do that. The pumpkin patch was like insanely crowded. We still did it, but then we just okay. went and drank in people's backyards. Wait, hold on. So you went to the pumpkin patch. Did you pick up a pumpkin? No, because there were way too many people there. And I haven't seen that many people in one place since March, probably. And it felt very uncomfortable. That's a smart move. She's read the hot So zone. we just, we went straight to the, the maze because it was way less crowded and we were alone okay. most of the time. All right. But if you did go to the pumpkin patch oh, and wait a picked minute. up a pumpkin... Wait, what, what do you mean, wait a minute? We're in the middle of a podcast, Anna. I stole a pumpkin. <laughs> I stole a pumpkin. Oh, okay. I forgot. All right. So she, lifted, she lifted a From pumpkin. From the pumpkin patch? Mm-hmm. So you did pick up a pumpkin. As I was walking out. A big one? It can't have been that big if you stole it. Oh, she's going to go grab it. She's going to get it. Anyways, <laughs> while she's doing this. Oh, never mind. It's right there. Is it a tiny wow, pumpkin? Wow, that's a tiny pumpkin. Let's see. But it's weird looking. That's a very odd looking, but tiny, for the record, pumpkin. It kind of looks like a cupcake with a stem. Yeah, it looks like a muffin. looks like a pepper. looks like a top. Like you could spin it. Okay, well, we'll have... It was very odd and it attracted my eye. We'll have Hannah post a picture of this pumpkin. But what I wanted to know is you, okay. you got an actual pumpkin, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to decorate it. Would you actually carve it or would you paint it? So that's the real question, actually, because we're planning to actually do a pumpkin carving, like little get together next weekend. And I am terrible at pumpkin carving and very uncreative. So I don't know what to do. So <laughs> open for suggestions. Okay, but so, would you, so, uh, would you uh, first off, painting? Or I think painting doesn't count. I don't know exactly. what weird, I don't know what bullshit. this painting thing is. That sounds peculiar to me. I mean, I have kids, so we we have pumpkins and we do carving. And I've done pumpkin carving, you know, many times with friends and blah blah blah. I've never ever come across painting pumpkins. Is that a thing? Apparently, it is. All right. I was I was talking to new. a few people, and they're all about painting pumpkins. They don't want to carve one. That's lazy. That's lazy. I haven't brought that up, but I agree. I'm going to use that. It is lazy. Because you think a jack-o'-lantern, you think carving a light inside, rotting in like five days, right? You don't want a painted pumpkin sitting on your porch for the next three months. No. You want I mean, the inevitability of death. If you don't paint wow. the pumpkin and you leave it on your porch, it'll survive for months. Like, without before it really gets nasty. 
so it, in a way it kind of does last longer i think if you don't touch the pumpkin just let it be a pumpkin and wait for it to internally um lose its integrity i know this from experience because it's what we do every year we get pumpkins we put them out we leave them there till like february and then it's finally time to move them okay. but we also carve them and the carved ones because they lose their structure fall apart faster but still we don't leave them out because we paint them. We leave them out because we're just crap. Who wants um, to pick up rotting <laughs> moldy pumpkin? Like, get rid of it the week after Halloween. But they don't get moldy. That's my whole point. They don't really, they don't start to, like, become a problem for many months. They're fine. They're just pumpkins. They're pretty hardy things. They don't but just fall apart Halloween, on on November 1st. It's Halloween's like, over. They're for, like, fruit Thanksgiving is a gourd-based holiday. So, Neil, what you're telling me is you're not too lazy to carve a pumpkin, but you're too lazy to clean them up after the holiday. Yeah, that's that's what I'm getting at, too. Yeah, but what I, I guess what I was trying to get at was painting the pumpkin for the sake of longevity isn't going to change the longevity of the pumpkin. They're going to be the same, probably, whether you paint it or don't paint it. Which I don't is, think that's why they paint it. No, maybe not. Maybe, maybe they just lazy. paint it because they just can't be bothered to carve it. That's fine. So, yeah. I, I mean, in fact, if you paint it, it probably lasts a lot longer than carving it. But it's not the tradition, is it? That's not what you do. And I don't like the way they look. No, it's you better when they you put the light inside. Pumpkins. It creates a cool lighting yeah. effect. It's super cool. Now, if you want to do the paint by numbers and to like get what you're actually going to carve out, Great, go for it. But you gotta carve that some bitch. I just thought of something to carve a little Among Us ghost. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea, right? Yeah, that is good. That no is... one else is gonna do that this year. You'll be the only person. You can post I don't it play on Reddit. Enough. I don't play it enough <laughs> to like really uh, deserve to do that, but I think you should do it though. You should definitely show us a picture of it. It seems not super hard. Or I'll take any suggestions because I am at a total blank. Because I'm thinking about just going and drinking. That that's sounds the best perfectly part. good to me. That's that's great. <laughs> right? No, no. I I do. I have a story. We went to carve pumpkins once. Bunch of us. We all went and we all carved it. And first of all, carving pumpkins is a very visceral affair, isn't it? Let's get let's get real. It's hard work. It's air. a lot of sludge or splooge or whatever you want to call it. Splooge. 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 What I call sludge. <laughs> splooge is probably not the best. Uh, best uh, choice He's of British, words. folks. Yeah. He's British. Different terms. It means no, something sorry. different. No, it Does means splooge? the same thing. It just fits okay. the description. Um, but yeah. Um, but you know. So anyway, it's a lot of effort. But so I have I have an idea for Hannah. Okay, what are you going to be drinking while you're doing this? I mean, probably just beer. Okay. Pumpkin-flavored beer. You can carve Maybe. a beer <gasps> bottle every beer you have. Ooh. <laughs> sounds like, and, and, sounds and, intricate. So, and so the beer bottles will also get worse. But I know. It'll tell I'm a so- story. It'll be great. I don't know. Is, the the world, is this the world's biggest pumpkin? I've seen Hannah Drinks puts back like five of these things in one podcast. I she know, might have and to I had more than one pumpkin. I have to be responsible because it's not at my house, and I have to drive myself back because I'm alone forever. That's what it was <laughs> okay. For. That took a left turn. So I'll probably get three beers in. Oh, that'll fit on a pumpkin. There you go. But it would be it'd be a very like basic beer bottle shape, no deets. That's fair. Yeah, you don't fair. want any free advertising out there, Marty. What oh, would yeah. you what would you be carving? On your pumpkin, um, I'm kind of just a fan of the old, like just standard jack o' lantern faces. Like that's usually what I would do. Honestly, Halloween is up there as one of my least favorite holidays. Oh my god! So it's fine. I I like Thanksgiving, Easter. I know you Fourth like Fourth of Easter. July and St. Patrick's Day. Those are my Easter's four. A- terrible holiday um food uh, we've never actually celebrated easter in my family really so um, well that's probably why you don't like it so when you're when you're drawing your classic just jack-o'-lantern face do you make a creepy one or do you make a goofy one 
Uh, I usually would do two. I would do one of each. So like one with the uh, the buck teeth coming out, the two front buck teeth, um, and then uh, one with the grinning smile with the pointed triangle teeth. Okay. Ooh, triangle teeth. Two, so, two. You're putting in the work. That's a lot of work. Yeah, you do two pumpkins, man. You're like a pro. But what about you, realize... Neil? What, what's your go-to? So my go-to is pretty much traditional. I like to just see what 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 inspires me at the time, um, and that could be anything. Maybe a cat. Maybe a face. Oh, a, a cat! A face. Cat's a traditional pumpkin, right? <laughs> She's like, oh, a cat. <laughs> what a great idea! <laughs> but she Halloween. put up three fingers. A three-legged cat. Yeah, three-legged cat. Perfect. It fits for her, but it's less work to carve. <laughs> yeah, that's I true. I got that last leg. And it fits the theme. We're in. Cat it is. Three-legged okay, cat. It's probably going to be cat, guys, not beer or an Among Us guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I wanted to say this one thing, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to dig the photo out, and I'll post it on Facebook. We, I carved pumpkins with my wife and, a, and another couple a few years back now, and we all were doing pumpkin carvings, and we're all doing it, and... That my wife's an artist, and the guy, one of the guys we're with, is an art, is a professional, professional, oh, like illustrator, artist, uh, fine artist. So they're all like, I'm thinking, oh god, this is gonna suck. Like these guys are gonna be all fucking douchey about their pumpkins, and they, you know, blah blah blah. Right? There's me and his wife just like doing whatever. So we ordered these pumpkins, and my wife did this pumpkin. I, I, you gotta see the picture of it, but it, it, it blew my mind, not in its quality. But in how absolutely fucking scary it was. I've never seen a scarier pumpkin because it is just... There's no point trying to put it into words. I'll try to get the picture. I'll post it to you guys. Not You're thinking scary like this is really quality. This is just from the mind of a psychopath pumpkin. You couldn't imagine (laughs) a pumpkin. I was just like... We were all just like, oh my God. That is truly the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. Scary in, as in, like, it's really good quality? Nope. Or just, like, the mind of a murderer, like... The mind of a murderer made this pumpkin, man. and it is like, not... It's yeah. just and, masochist. And it is not just a murderer, but, like, a simpleton a murderer. Like a, <laughs> it's you can't call wi- a murderer a simpleton. They like, will definitely but I am. you. It's just funny, but... The point <laughs> being, though, that don't matter... You can get a lot of... There's a lot of ways to carve a pumpkin. Um, so you got to put your own personal stamp of authority on it, whatever that might be. The other thing I could carve is a giardia. It's not too hard. But who would get it besides you? What is that? That's a... F- My lab oh, members. Oh, that's a lab? That's like a virus, that's isn't pa- it? Or a bacteria? That's a parasite. That's a parasite. It's a parasite. Okay. Yeah. We talked about that in the hot zone episode, Neil. No, no. I, I recognize it. I'm, I'm catching it. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it too much. I've already broken my cardinal rule of talking about science while drinking, so we can move on. That's your cardinal pro- rule? Yeah, I'm terrible <laughs> at conferences. That's Do the perfect time that. to talk science. <laughs> no, it's not. I want to have a good time. Wait, yeah. so you don't have a good time with science? I do. When you I'm drinking. You don't have a good time drinking? I always have a good time drinking. See? Science? Drinking? Everybody wins. It's a great combo. I feel like there was a great science story this week that we should talk about. I'm sure, I think there was something science-based that came out. There was spaghettification of a star that was captured. No, it was the Venus um, bacteria. See that one? I'm not familiar. So they, you know that they've been looking for life on planets and blah, 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 and Venus is like, piece of shit because it's like basically fucking it's, <laughs> it's just an acid no, rain an acid yeah. rain planet that it's like florida with acid rain yeah basically um so they haven't looked at venus for years they've been looking outwards and they're doing a they're doing a um experiment to start to look at various you know signatures of planets for uh phosphorus and phosphine which is a byproduct of all orga- mostly of organic um of organic processes and as a baseline, before looking out into the rest of the universe, they decided to point to point the telescope to Venus. In doing so, they found an abnormal amount of phosphine on, v- on Venus that's completely unexplainable. And so they have they they believe what they've discovered. Um, and obviously, now that they've found this, they're going to point more tele- they're going to point more at it to try to figure out what's going on. 
Um, but what they're saying is, is that in terms of like habitable life, Venus is a is a death trap, right? It's just it's just acid rain from top to bottom. It's a you know not a not a not a very nice planet on which life could develop. However, to be honest, though, not a death trap to a bacteria. Well, that's the thing, and what they said is, is they believe that within the different layers of Venus's atmosphere, they hypothesize that there is a, and this is true all the way back to like you know the seventies. Um, I think Richard Feynman discussed this years ago, and um, Carl Sagan and folks. They talked about this layer, which they called the habitable zone within the atmosphere of Venus. And it was more hypothetical, but what they think it is, is that they think that there's some kind of um, bacteria or, um, um, you know, very basic, you know, cellular life force that exists in this habitable zone. And then when the acid rain comes or when it when it falls down through the atmosphere, that it is um, kind of like spores, like it like, you know, spores so that they they spore up go down which protects them then they get pushed back up and then through condensation and through the water that's in the habitable zone they become nuclear nuclei centers for that water to come around it and then they cl- clop together and basically reproduce and so they they kind of exist in this weird like this is this is the theory obviously it's all hypothetical but the point is is that there's no other explanation that they can currently figure out with all the science, um, which Hannah knows a lot about, uh, of why there's such an abundance of, of phosphine on Venus. So that was kind of cool, cool little science story. I will say this is an area of science I don't know that much about because I've really never been interested in like the origin of species right. or the last eukaryotic ancestor, like. Which is something that microbiologists, some of them are very interested in. I don't really care, but I think that is very interesting. I don't want to study it, but I'll, I'll take no, your little... I mean, as a... Spiel. But it's, it's a good armchair uh, observational science story. I guess they could trap... I guess... All right. I'm just trying to think about how they stay up in the habitable, habitable zone. But... <laughs> how, they, how they stay up there? Yeah, they don't... Because they, they did give an ex- to a water molecule. No, they gave an explanation for that because there's a because it's a very gaseous planet. Even though there's a lot of acid rain, it's very oh. atmospheric. So it's not like things are, you know, it's it's really dense. Because um, I think Carl Sagan there's... said in the seventies, he hypothesized not just a simple you know microorganism, but a more complex organism, like a kind of an umbra- like a jellyfish, basically. Um, living in that habitable zone, like floating and just surviving in between, you know, can you imagine living um, in between, you know, an upper and a lower stratosphere of just pure acid, but your whole existence is within that, you know, within that spectrum. Um, but he he discussed that like years ago, apparently, and this is kind of like a, I guess, a, theoretically, a, a simplified version of, of that. But I'm going to show my ignorance as a microbiologist, but I have absolutely no idea if there are microbes in our atmosphere. I would imagine so. I've never thought about it in my entire life. Well, you just did. Well, I know. Yeah, they, I know that they get. Hurts. The, the, I mean, right. the, uh, microorganisms get pretty high. Um, they get pulled up, you know, from the from the surface, lit miles, like you know, two or three miles into the. I don't know if that counts as our atmosphere, but um, they get pretty high. I definitely count that huh. as our atmosphere. Yeah. Considering it kind of blew my mind like just 35, now. Thirty-five thousand feet. I'd count anything in our atmosphere, anything above ground that's in air. Then yeah, then they're right. <laughs> but they don't make it their preferred habitat. No, but they <laughs> do get is lifted the opposite up. of Venus, where they want to stay in the atmosphere. No, sure. I think they just get they, they get taken up by the. By the you know, wind or whatever. Winds and the circulations and Venus also and has less less gravity as well, so it's a little bit easier. Yeah, a little less. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't been there, but I hear it has less gravity. I hear it's terrible. Yeah, like Florida, but with acid rain. <laughs> don't they? Have I've also acid never rain been Florida? to Florida. Well, so you're telling me. There could be life on Venus, but Marty still can't take any responsibility for last week. <laughs> yeah. 
We've yeah, come so far to. as a civilization, oh, oh. but Marty refuses oh. to progress as an individual. <laughs> Marty. His face, he looks looks genuinely mad. <laughs> it's like, fuck I'm you guys. I'm genuinely <laughs> mad, okay? Like, just... Marty. It's fine. Well, you if you guys want to argue, you guys can always argue why Halloween is your favorite holiday, Hannah, and why it's... Marty can argue why it's not one of his favorite holidays. Because apparently ranking holidays is a thing. I guess so. Uh, I mean, I just like Halloween. Fits what? into my witchy Strong aesthetic. Strong opening argument. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like Halloween I because... I like a good it, party. It, Halloween is a marker for the for the beginning of the holiday season in general, right? It's the first of the short, condensed packs of holidays that come. So it's kind of a nice marker. I like it for that. It's also when it gets... It's kind of dark. Like, it's getting dark now. So I like that too. I like the darkness. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll say, like, hopefully by the end of October, it feels a little bit more like fall here because right now it doesn't at all but i like fall fall's also my favorite season yeah i'm a summer child we told marty i like the heat i like the sunlight i like being outside and i while i do enjoy apple cider and like the leaves changing color i'm not a huge fan of like the blustery wind um really i love a good blustery and like just also the 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 dampness of of where I live, like it, the dampness. It, you live in Eastern Washington, right? But when it does rain, it rains hard, and it's just like if it was Seattle and it was still kind of green and it wasn't like or like a perpetual rain that wasn't like heavy all the time. That's, like I'd be okay you with it. That I do absolutely. I like but Seattle's still not as rainy as most people think. No, it's not. It gets the same amount of rainfall as Boston. Um, which people don't know, but it just for Halloween. It really Seattle just Seattle facts. It just comes down to um, <laughs> like I'm not one that that likes getting dressed up. Um, and candy I do is, like a good wig. Candy's not my favorite, and so I love like, candy. Um, like for me, like my favorite food stuff are like the savory like meats and breads and other like things Oktoberfest um, is is beer and savory goods right but it's not halloween and Oktoberfest no, is usually but, in like, september halloween so. can also be like wait why would so when and so it could be a little bit more i don't think Oktoberfest is in september <laughs> it's like that's why it's called Oktoberfest. well right? it starts in september and it goes for a number of weeks but it doesn't go all through october not yeah but not most British. people like here in the states they celebrate Oktoberfest like in, in october, october one day yeah. or one weekend yeah it's not right. like we're like germany which you did it. you you your family just did your own Oktoberfest, right right oh. so so there's one year uh clark griswold wanted <laughs> to do Oktoberfest. no 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 this is before clark griswold uh i guess for anyone that's listening clark Griswold. Well, actually, there's two in the family now. Both my brother-in-laws can be considered Clark Griswold, which is fantastic okay. for holidays. But that's another story for another time. No, there's one is year. Is it though? We are what? talking holidays, Andrew. This is true. Anyways, for my family, Oktoberfest started kind of on a whim, just by chance. I had a grandfather that passed away, and we all happened to be together at the same time in October. And so in the stores, you have a lot of, you know, pumpkin beer, Oktoberfest kind of things out there. Like, well, let's just kind of celebrate, you know, because why not? Not not because my grandfather died, but because we'd rather <laughs> celebrate yeah. than mope and mourn. And apparently that was the first one we ever did. And we just got done with our sixth, but I didn't remember it really being a thing until they gave me a hard time about it last year saying I missed a few. I didn't know, <laughs> but that's hilarious. We, uh, we yeah, we did our last last one last weekend, or no, no, two weekends ago. So it was good to see them and drink a lot of beer. We played Hammerschlagen. Have you guys ever played that? I was gonna say you played Stump, is what I call it. But yes, I, I no, have okay. a Hammerschlagen story. <laughs> Hammerschlagen is a way better name for it. 
<laughs> so we played some of that. It was, it was a good time. It's always a good time. You know, I'm I'm a fan of any holiday. I don't really rank them as long as I get to hang out with family. I'm good. But what Marty, is tell us story. tell us Hammerschlagen for people that don't know. Uh, well, Hammerschlagen. It typically, um, I mean, I've heard it go, go by stump or some other things, but essentially, you're gathering around a, a stump of a tree. A stump. Yeah. And uh, everybody puts in a nail right in front of them, and that's their nail. And somebody starts with a hammer, um, and this is where the rules vary. Um, some just take a swing at the at the nail and hit it. Others have to flip the hammer, catch it, and then however they catch it, they have to um, hit the nail. Some flip it, and however many flips the hammer gets in the in air, that's how many swings they get. But the whole point of the game is. You swing the hammer, hit the nail, and then you pass the hammer. Um, but you're trying to get your nail flush into the stump first or not be the last one out of everyone. So my story is and that else... oh, sorry. I've never played this game before in my life. Um, Great story. I'm, I'm new to like working at the school um, and I get invited to go hang out with some coworkers that are at the school and I show up and it's like my old Dean of, of students in high school, the old principal when I was in high school, a couple other teachers. And now I'm sitting here playing this drinking game with them and they played by rules I'd never heard of before where instead of flipping the hammer, because most, most people play with a regular hammer we played with a ball peen hammer and you have to hit with the, the rounded edge on mm-hmm. the ball peen hammer. And so that makes it really difficult. And so here I am with all of the adults in my life growing up who were like responsible for the discipline while I was in school. This explains a lot. And I'm just like, and they're just like <laughs> hit the nail. Come on. And of course they're using different language cause we're adults. But it's just like, oh my god! I speak a different language. <laughs> or are you now deciding to censor this after you I'm brought stopping. perp on? <laughs> after Neil it's brought perp late. on, I'm deciding it's to censor too... myself. Marty. <laughs> but it, it, it was just—it was just a very interesting experience because my my basketball coach, who would make me run lines in practice, is sitting there, and I'm just like. I'm not going to be the last one to get the nail flush <laughs> into the wood. And so it was, it, it was wild. It was, it was quite an interesting experience. It would I be. I think it's actually like really cool to see like the adult authority figures from your life. Once you are an adult, you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you were, you were like this this whole time. You weren't just that, that person that worked at the school you had a real life well and and it was also like a gratifying thing because i did feel that was kind of the first time i felt accepted like because there's multiple people that i didn't really work with all the time and so it was a bonding experience so now it's like at work there's some of my my best friends here um in the building um some are gone now and they're in different buildings but it's like you know i'm closer to them now than i was in school i wasn't a disciplinarian but when I was at, when I started my job, the first people I had to meet with were my old disciplinaries at the school. So I would have I going into meetings, I was like, "I'm in the principal's office. I got I did something bad. Like I it, I had an un, unnecessary sense of dread over me from my high school years. So it was, but that kind of washed everything else away. So for that, it was a good experience. But man, it was looking. It was just hysterical just to to deal with all that and hitting a nail with a ball peen hammer when you've had a few is really difficult and to hit it square that's why i was saying that like the rules change depending on how much we drink and sometimes we get more responsible after we drunk a while and decide to not throw a hammer around (laughs) (laughs) and just like try to hit a nail one-handed which can still be very difficult very difficult so the way that my family played it is we did do the spin but it's either, you know, spin it once and catch it. If you drop it, you don't get a hit it. If you spin it through your legs, you get two hits. But that any way you catch it. But rather than trying to hit your nail flush, it's last nail standing. Ooh. 
So Interesting. alliances are formed. Trust <laughs> is broken. People get mad. It's great. Uh, but going back to Marty's story where he's drinking with these people that used to be, I, I, I don't want to say people that you looked up to, but they're they're figures of authority to you, right? Well, they it's were taller. They are taller than me, but I'm five nine. So speaking, <laughs> Marty, Marty, speaking please. in tongues. But it's all a matter yeah. of perspective, right? It's like, it's like that first time where you you know have a beer with your parents, right? Right. Oh Cle- yeah. Clearly, your first beer ever because I never drank before I was twenty one ever. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, I. That's that's the only thing I think I could equate that story to if I if I was trying, you know. But it is a weird feeling, you know. Oh, I it's... I lived it, so I definitely know. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because my parents were here this last weekend, and my dad came up a day early. We were just chatting all night, and it was just like, my dad's a real person. Yeah. And he that he was just like. So, did you ever notice when you were a kid that, like, me and my friend John were, like, always super high when we were taking care of you? And I was like, not even a little bit. <laughs> That's this also explains a lot. Yeah, a little bit. This is a like our bit. origin story episode. Is it? I thought I already had an origin story episode, and it was all, like, the animals I was attracted to. Oh, yes. What was it? Chewy a and Wookie? Chewy and Scar. Chewy, for sure. Scar. I also really like the Beast. Uh, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Neil, Neil, what about you? Growing so, up I, in a culture where drinking yeah, is more accepted. It's a little different. It's a little yeah. different. It's it's the same thing. It's the same exactly the same except that um my experience of that was actually a lot sooner because people in the UK like I was going to bars when I was like 14, 15, right? Cuz the drinking age is 18. So you start to sort of like try to push it, get some fake idea around 14, 15, maybe 16. And so you'd, you'd start to do that and then you'd go to clubs. Same thing, 18 is the age for everything. So you actually start to sort of see that behavior and okay, depending on your personal situation, um, you'll bump into teachers um, because teachers, high school teachers in England, they're not that much older than you, right? I mean, maybe they're 22, 23, 24. Like, they've gone through college and they're straight into school, right? So the younger of them are out and about on the town, going to clubs, doing the same crap you did when you were 22, 23, and you bump into teachers. And 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 eventually, like, you know, if you got on with one as your teacher, you might, you know, it wouldn't necessarily be clubs. But like, you go to a bar, you see a teacher, you might... You might hook up with them for an hour and just hang hang out and chat and have a beer with them. And it was super trippy for the student, for the younger side, because you're like, this is super weird. I'm having a beer with my teacher in a bar right now chatting. But on Monday, I have to hand in my history homework. So it's kind of like strange. <laughs> but there's you're able to like draw that line and, you know, it's fine. So sorry, I will say... There were cases in my school of female teachers who had affairs with the oldest, older boys, but 17, 18 year old boys. Um, so that was kind of a thing. Um, there were a couple of them actually who kind of did that, um, as you know, just saying. Nowadays. I don't understand that because have you met a 17 year old? Well, but the, the, the teachers what the f- were what? Like I said, 22, 23. They're picking probably the more mature ones that there were, you know, maybe the most popular ones. I don't know. Who knows, right? Maybe it was just a drunken decision on a Saturday night at the club. There's the student. Oh, yeah, make a bad choice. Boom. It's um, a different culture, it, Hannah. That's such it, it, a bad choice. It's a different yeah, culture. It, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. If that wouldn't fly today. That was a different okay. time. It was a different time, but it was a thing. It was a genuine thing. So I I was going to ask Neil if you ever, you know, decide to bend those lines, not in that sense, but you're talking about, oh, you have this assignment due the next day. Did you ever try to get out of work or extend a deadline no. at the bar? No, because honestly, like for me, it was more through rugby. So rugby is a very heavy, it's a heavy drinking sport. My school was a big rugby school. And we had a really good rugby team, and I was part of that. So for me, it was more like, it was out of respect, you know, you didn't want to, I would never do that. I would never, 
I would never try to get out of the homework because I was on the in with the teachers. You know what I mean? Like going out, playing rugby, drinking, playing drinking games. And then I wouldn't try to abuse that relationship for that purpose. That's what you asked, right? Yeah, kind of, yeah. I suppose. Just just wondering if there's ever a time where that might have happened. Yeah, I mean, so. I'm sure, let's put it this way, people, you know, if you if you are on the in, then, you know, they give you a little bit more of a break, right? Or less of a hard time if you mess up and stuff. That was kind of just how it was. So, I mean, for me, one particular teacher who was a northern, who was a northerner, um, and he, he fucking hated me. I mean, hated me when I was like 12 or 13. And I don't blame him because I was, I was an asshole, but I wasn't on the rugby team. And then I got enlisted into the rugby team against my fucking will, basically. They, they were like, you have to be on the rugby team because I was good at making people, bringing people down. So I ended up getting oh, onto really? it. Yeah, yeah, I was I super good at it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so my, oh, I was going to ask, like, what what number were you? I was fullback, last man. Okay. So if they broke through everybody, I was the guy that was left to to bring them down, basically. Yeah. But I was I was really good at it, mainly because I had no fear. So everyone else was afraid, especially of big people. So they'd just like go, oh shit, you know, and then whatever. But I just stick my my head in front of them and just try to bring them up, bring them down. But so once on the rugby team, his whole attitude to me just changed overnight. It was like, oh, such a good student. You've the most best improved, um, blah, 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 this, this, and this. And I was just like, holy shit, man. Talk about fucking nepotism. So <laughs> this is terrible. But and like sports culture. Sports Jesus culture. Christ. Yeah, no, it was. He was a super big rugby kind of dude. And these rugby guys, they 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 always drink in stouts, right? They're drinking stouts and... Not, 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 but they don't drink lager or, or carbonated beers. It's like Guinness and stuff. And they drink a lot. I mean, I'm not, I was on a rugby team, but rugby guys, not me, but rugby guys are massive, right? Big guys. And we'd do, yard, they'd do yards of ales. We'd go and do yards. Um, and they loved it. And it was great because I was like the smallest guy, always second or third on the yards out of 17 of them. Could whop that thing back. <laughs> loved it. It was great. It's hilarious. <laughs> I, but, I was yeah. never brave enough to try doing a yard. Mm. Like, it's not I that just, bad. It's not that bad. It, it feels pretty shit for about an hour. Like half an hour after it, you feel that shit bad. For, for about an hour. But then you were kind of okay. It's not that bad. It's not like you're drinking, what is it, two and a half pints or three pints, something like that. I, I, I think it depends. Like I don't know. The, the yards that I saw in New Zealand were massive. Mm, maybe they had like bigger yards. So. Maybe. Who who do you th- we should do that? We should get yards and see who would no. finish first on this. We'll do I it with know. our wings. Well, I can tell you now. My record is fifty seven fifty seven seconds, which is oh. not bad. Um, I can oh, wow. tell you, I can't drink that much in a short period of time. Yeah, it's not a pleasant thing to do to your body. No. I mean, but you know, if you're on a Friday and it's early, it gets everyone on the same level. You know what I'm saying? It's like you all hit, you all get into the same stride pretty quick. Yeah. I so we for the fris- thirties now so <laughs> for frisbee we used to flip over a a disc and three beers just short of three beers would fit in a brand new frisbee with an lisp on the top really oh yeah and that was kind of the um you had to drink one of those Ugh. without out of a frisbee out of a frisbee without <laughs> spilling. <laughs> Without, is it no, dirty? Because if it was used, it you couldn't form the perfect ellipse, and so it didn't have the max three beers. So it was always like a new disc that had never been thrown. Three okay. beers sounds heavy. Three that must beers, be a right? really deep frisbee. No, normal, it... normal standard ultimate disc. That's what that's what it holds. Hold on, um, Discraft or Whammo? Discraft. <laughs> Get that Whammo <laughs> shit out of here. <laughs> um, but the, um, you would have to drink it without spilling any of it and the fastest mm. i ever saw anybody drink one of those was hot. was uh um well because you have to start with it on the table as you're like yeah. kind of zamboni oh, yeah. um and then you can pick it up and pour um could you use a and, straw yes you could no wait no you weren't able to that's that's right you weren't able to okay um 
but the fastest ever saw was 29 seconds. Yeah, that's fast. And it didn't stay down. So, <laughs> yeah. But 29 well, you know, seconds. That's that's was impressive. Uh, tw- that's that's commendable. Like anyone who can do it in that sort of time usually can just open their gullets and just pour liquid in. Um cuz I've seen I think the fastest yard I saw was something like around that like 20 seconds or something. But at that point it's just there's no swallowing. It's just not swallowing. it just yeah. goes straight into your stomach, which is just yeah. crazy. Yeah. I don't know how they do that. But you know another really interesting game that I that I played once, never did it again. Um, <laughs> and you can go go online. It's been done by thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. Is the beer mile? You ever done the beer mile? Oh yeah, beer mile's yeah. fun. No, uh, beer hold mile on, hold is on. beer mile. What is this? Yeah, it's a mile. It's four laps. Haven't you ever like seen a, Revenge of the Nerds? Four hundred no. meters. Mm-mm. You run a drink a bit. Run a lap. Drink a beer. Run a lap. Drink a bit. Run a lap. Drink a beer. Ew. Four beers. One mile. Fastest time. It's horrible. It's, it's much yeah, it's more horrible. horrible than the yard. It's worse than it. Oh, because you're physically exerting yourself while you've just poured carbonated alcohol into your body, running, and you, you it's awful. It's the most awful thing. It's actually terrible. But it's you get a good time. I can't remember what my time was. It's all right. But there's some people like... that take it super serious. They do it, like, as a sport. Like, they're, they're, they're like, world record holders doing mm-hmm. it in, like, amazing times world record holders yeah the world record <laughs> beer mile holders <laughs> i feel like a leisurely pace for me walking is like 15 minutes a mile so if i have to stop and drink a beer yeah i'm gonna aim for about 22 minutes Jesus. yeah it sounds fair <laughs> i mean if you're I'm really not say... trying <laughs> no that's I mean, me you, trying you can't you can't walk while you're drinking it you have to stop you have to finish it, it and it then run and then go yeah you finish it and then go and it, the first two are okay it's the fourth one it's i mean the, the third, last one the, like... the third one is like where where men are made and then the fourth Wait, one so is pain you've done and... this marty yeah i did it how'd you do oh okay uh not well <laughs> but you made it doesn't matter did you get to the end uh no, the fourth bear got oh, me. Hey, damn you, Maddie, you failed. You failed. I, I I I still I still have hopes of of making the Century Club one day. So that's that's a different thing. I know, but I, I I I I'm not gonna do the beer mile again. But the Century no. Club, I I have hopes for that one. I'm not doing the beer mile again for sure. What's the Century Club? A uh, shot of beer every minute for a hundred minutes, and then if you want to go real varsity, every tenth minute is a shot of a shot hard of stuff. A hundred shots of beer—that's a lot of beer. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I don't know what that makes. That sounds worth the ounces of beer. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's power in hour less than and two half. hours. Power hours, JV. I was like, and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so there was some extra time added on. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's tough. It's the phone. I think I'd rather do the beer mile. Well, cause, and, and the rule with, with, the the century club is like, you, you have a cent, I mean, you have to start the next drink on the minute, but it, you can take that for the whole minute. You just have to have the next one going. So you can sip it. So, yeah. So can you, you drink ahead of time? No. Ahead? You can't. Oh, okay. I mean, That's you're going to want to go to the bathrooms at some point, right? Which takes, what, two or three minutes, maybe? But you normally have to. Allowed? You normally have to be, like, getting your drink going while in there. So, um, like, it's just depends on. Theoretically, think... we could do that in one podcast. I think I'd rather do the beer mile because there is no time limit. Hey, I'm at the school. I'm not doing it. And it'll take four hours. Like, oh, yeah, I need right. a well, you can setup. hold things together while we try it. I... Can Marty hold things together? <laughs> You're really going to entrust me when you blame me for last week's? It can't get it, worse. It, that is Marty. true. Marty! The bar has been set so low, I don't know if it can go lower. It's becoming my life goal to make you admit that you fucked up, Marty. You won't get him to admit to that. Just ever. take. He's I'm not, not even asking a hundred percent. Take twenty five percent. You know he's not going to. What an asshole! <laughs> if I take any blame, I'm going to take like ten percent. No. Yes. Okay. 
That's better than zero. We'll start with 10. Hey, we're working with it. <laughs> I will take 10%, no that more. That means I So, So have who gets the other blame. 90% of the blame here? Yeah. And, and, and what does that 10% actually account for? I didn't stop it. You okay? Wow. <laughs> we can't rehash this. We cannot wow. rehash this. Damn. Okay. Well, well anyways, you got to remember my degrees in political science. I'm good at dodging things. Okay. Okay. Drinking games are fun. <laughs> I'll say I'm not into the I'm not into that mile thing, but I'm already I'm a very slow runner when I'm sober, so I, I would never I would never do well at that. Yeah, uh, no one gives a shit about that except for people that really take it seriously. As soon as you do, like everyone, you start out, you think you're going to be fucking Superman. You do that first beer, you run, and you're like, "This is really horrible." And after I'm just about like sloshing in your yeah, stomach, after one lap, you're like, "Okay, take the other beer," and you kind of still think you're going to do good, and then you realize, <sighs> you're like, "Nope, I'm just going to make sure I finish this, and that's all I care about." Yeah, I mean, we used to when we played frisbee, we would put beers under cones, and so like you would stash them under the cone, play a point, go to the beer, <laughs> down it. And we had like 19 people, so we had pe- enough people by the cones that we're always like refilling them all the time. So, and you you run a good distance in a point in frisbee. So, I mean, this is why golf is the best recreational sport that ever existed. You play is eight, it? yeah, eighteen rounds of eighteen holes of golf, four to five hours. Go to a course. They're selling alcohol all the way around it. You dial in. They do? Yeah, it depends. Like, they either have the little stands or you dial in and they bring it out to wherever you are. By the time you finish, you're fucked. By the time you finish that, you're just, you're wasted. And then you go to the 19th hole. (laughs) Is that the bathroom? No, that's the bar. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) I didn't realize the golf had this much drinking in it. Oh, yeah. Hannah's like, a sport I can get behind. (laughs) Well, there's like this, there's a guy in my lab that plays a lot of golf and I make fun of him. Because he's like 24, but maybe he's just been drinking this whole not, time. Not all golfers are doing it. It, de- it depends on the kind of golfer you are, but yeah, you well, should a, ask him. He, he... A, first of all, Han, and yes. ask him to take you golfing. Sure. You're either going to get a date or you're going to discover that you can get drunk while playing a sport. Not going to get a date. I already tried that. With but, this guy? W- yeah, that's his work. I this could tell by the way person. she was talking that this was another in for her. You couldn't, you didn't pick up on that. <laughs> so right, she's gonna she's, title Hannah the golf guy. We are <laughs> we are friends and we can drink together. So well, there you go. Just go golfing well, then with him. We can play golf together. And by the way, golf is a really fun sport. If you into phys- I love golf. It's great because we can finally change your sport. sport, yay sports, to yay golf. No, I like... What are you talking about? I like sports, Marty. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I don't want my sport to be yay golf, to be honest. Yeah, but if you found out how much fun it is, you know, nine, nine rounds fun with 18 is. beers. I mean, what's to hate for Nine golf? rounds? <laughs> there's drinking, there's sunshine. You can play it into your old age. It's actually a great sport. Yeah. It's and a- you can meet lots of cool people. The only downside is getting twatted in the face with someone else by a golf ball flying at 120 miles an hour. These are the risks we take. These are the risks, and it's very unlikely that would ever happen, but it could happen. But hey, you could get run over walking out of your house, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is true. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's a downer. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, leave those to Hannah. All right. Well, look. That's what I bring to the podcast. We made it through an episode without a plan. We'll see how this one sounds. In true form. What do you mean how this one sounds? It's much better. We found a road (laughs) and we took it. Like, it it took a little bit, but we got there. We got some conversation going. Yeah. And we need to know what happens next week, Hannah, with the golf guy. Oh, okay. How about (laughs) this? How about this? Also, golfing is a good quarantine quarantine sport yes it is fresh air and space and you're all set yeah hannah need i remind you your your tarot says new love it could oh, be a, yeah, I know. it could be a new love of a game sure 
You could lo- your new love could be a game of golf. The game of I'm going to say, I don't take the lover's card that way. You can interpret it how you feel like it. That's not how I interpret it. How do you right. interpret it? Relationship. Then why does every time we come up, you just say, fuck? Well, I don't want a relationship. I would like it to stop coming up. But it doesn't mean, like, romantic necessarily, does it? That's how she takes it. That's the way I always take it, but that's just me. All right, so Whoa. with that... All right, plans are that optional was a on Facebook. Optional plans on Twitter. Blame Neil. Blame Marty. Uh, blame blame Neil. Marty. Oh my god. Jesus. <laughs>